Guts Over Fear podcast. So did you hear about this thing now in the schools? They're going to ban mobile phones. For so students. yeah, going ahead with it. It's official. Oh yeah, yeah, it's official. It's well, going okay. ahead. Um, okay. It was being talked about and now it's going ahead. Um, what do you think about it? So I disagree. I disagree with it. Um, mobile phones shouldn't be banned in classrooms or in the schools around the country because of this government law. And like the reason, like my main reason to top it off is safety reasons. For example, if anything, especially overseas, like if anything was to happen in that school and a kid had to hide in a locker, like in a room or somewhere hiding, the, the safety is the phone to text someone to say, look, I'm here, help me. I'm, you know, something's happened, do you know? And for them to not have that security is like making them feel like, like, okay, yeah, the school's meant to protect them and all that, but the phone is to reach their family home when they need to or for safety reasons. But should it get ruined to the teacher? Mm. What'd you say to that? I'd have to say, well, going back to my school days, the teachers weren't very helpful in certain things, like, you know, bullying in skills. They made that just a normal thing for kids to bully kids because they didn't actually go out of their way to prevent that from happening. They didn't have a good solution. Do you know what I mean? They'd stop them, they'd say, oh, this and that, but they wouldn't actually, you know, talk to that child that done it and get to the cause, root of why they're actually, you know, fighting against each other and things like that and try and help them through that. So they weren't very supportive. They allowed all this stuff to happen in the classrooms and things that mm. did happen. What would a child need a phone in a classroom in the first place? Right, well, of course they don't need distractions, right? But there are going to be kids that already are immune to their phones. It's like a part of them now. So mm. if they don't have that already, they feel like their comfort is gone from them. Because I know personally from my experience, it's like a part of you. Do you know that kind of way? So just for them to have it with them, it's just that kind of comforting. And yeah. to take it away, it's going to make them feel a bit of a loss in school already by them not having it. Well, I know when I was going to school, you could be up all night playing him. Um, <clears throat> the Sega or whatever, like, you know what I mean? And you, you're going to school, you can't bring it with you. You'd love to, you're, it's part of your fucking, you're addicted to it at that time. You can't bring it. To have a phone is not necessary, right? I don't think in school, um, if your teachers are doing their jobs and your principals are doing their job, if everyone's doing their job, you wouldn't need a phone. But what my thing about um, banning the phones is what are they afraid of? You know, what's coming in schools that the government, which we already know are sneaky, See, that, you know? Yeah, yeah that's the thing that I wanted to mention as well is like the reason for them banning it is because like, there's things that happen in school, right? That's wrong, mm. right? And like the things that they shouldn't be doing, fair enough, right? Is if kids are recording other kids that they're bullying or trying to ridicule and then they make it public and then all the kids are laughing at the kid because you have a video footage of them, you know, doing something to the kid, like making a show of them in class or mm. something, trying to make a show of the poor kid in class, right? So that reason I can understand the school not wanting kids to have their phones because it could hurt a child's life, you know, or... Like, I know, like, sadly, there's kids that have committed suicide due to, like, videos gone up on YouTube and it's there for life. And they're just, they feel so humiliated that they've no, like, they just feel like there's no hope for them. And sadly, mm. they do that to themselves. So in that sense, I feel strongly like, yeah, they shouldn't have phones in that sense. But they should be able to guard the kids in skill. Like, they're already monitoring the kids in skill. They have teachers for each class. So all it takes is for them to say, put that phone away in the pocket, don't be using that phone. So like confiscate the phone if the kid just like rebellious and keeps taking out the phone, trying to be smart and laugh and thinking it's a joke. Yeah, take the phone like they usually do and just put it in the locker or like in the drawer and then give it back to them at the end of the class. But I do feel safety reasons because, you know, like for example, 
the shootings that happen in like America in kids classes like they need to ring straight away emergency and say there's some psycho in this place help well yeah we had stabbings here in our schools you know starting over here Um, but aside from that we already know the government's sneaky they're up to shit you know they want to ban speech and call it hate speech so basically memes in your phone and all now they're gonna in my opinion they're about to start teaching your kids certain things they don't want the kids being able to video they want to hide stuff that's about to go on in the school because that's what they're proven to be they're going behind everyone's backs and doing this shit and so they want to they want to like if you like groom the next generation in secret and not have them kids filming it and and putting that online because exactly they're so eager to ban the, the, the phones like eager to take away these phones from these kids and this is like proof of like you said anything like that happens if they've no phone there's no evidence no proof so they could do whatever and the kids like it's only hearsay what the kids tell them so you know in that sense it's it's a worry for the kids in them skills to not have phones as safety reasons yeah and the majority of teachers um, are pro getting rid of the phone so they say yeah it's a good thing to get of course they would because they're the ones thinking look i can't get away with that in here because they, someone could be videoing me you know they're saying they're yeah. using them un- under the table so just get plastic see-through fucking tables yeah. but here's the thing right how do you stop kids bringing in phones to the classroom right because there's there's talk of uh setting up a box outside each room and they have to put it in and then it gets locked right that's going to be fucking mayhem. Everyone's going to get their phones yeah. back. And secondly, yeah. if I was a student, I'd go, right, well, I'm going to bring in my old phone mm-hmm. and I'm going to hand that to the teacher and keep the, the yeah. other one in the pocket. And there's just no way around it. Like, you can try and ban them, but you're not going to. Yeah, to be That's- all sneakily ways and, like, friends would be like, right, well, I'll bring a phone and then you hide that phone and we'll use it between us and then I'll have it for that class and then you swap yeah. it over. there would be just, like you said, mayhem. With. Yeah, they, and and then if you're uh, <clears throat> look, they can everyone can get a second phone. Fucking throw that in the box, like you know, yeah. it's just stupid. But my my concern would be why all of a sudden are they trying to ban phones from skills? Yeah. Work on your teachers, train them better to spot it. What to do when yeah. you spot someone using their phone? Do you know what I mean? Turn it off in front of me. I want to see it turned off. Whatever, look, but don't just go. Let's ban them because hey, that's not going to work. And yeah, it doesn't it feel a- right. For example, like my daughter, she's only five now, and in her school, they have this thing now where you can go onto an app and you can actually check out what your kids learning and what they're doing and stuff like that. And that is absolutely brilliant. So mm. like they're actually allowing you an insight into what your kids doing through this app, right? Now you do have to pay for it, of course. There will be, you know, yeah. <laughs> but um, it's still a wonderful thing because it's like you know, at least you have an understanding that they're safe and what they're getting up to and stuff like that. But with these skills, like, want to take the, the kids' phones, like, and these kids are a bit older, of course. Like, for them, take those phones. You do. I question myself. Why are they so so eager to want to actually ban a device? that could actually initially save them, help them through things that could be going on. Like, do you know what I mean? That's their safety net. That phone is a protection for them if they need to reach out. And what are they meant to do if they cannot reach out because their phones have been banned? It'll get to a point where they'll ask for funding for like security checks. So kids have to literally every day have to go through this security check to make sure they've no devices on them, stuff like that. That's how crazy it just sounds like it's going to get to if they really want to ban like the phones from the kids yeah and then does it come to allowing teachers to search them 
because now yeah. they're looking for something that's banned. So it's banned. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not just looking for drugs. Drugs are banned. Of course, you're going to get the guard in. They're going to search them. But I'm going to search you now because I think you have a phone. Are they going to get the guard in? Or what? What's going to happen? Like it's just. Then we're not just talking about four year olds, five year olds, six year olds. It goes all the way. What age do you get phones given to you now? Eight, nine years old, and you get a phone. These days are asking for tablets as well, you know them. Yeah. Like so, you know, you'd be. I wouldn't be surprised with like how old now they are. The kids wanting these things, like these gadgets, these devices, you know. And like, I'd rather my daughter get a bit older, of course, and down the line when she's ready, because the stuff that's on the phones for kids to see, it's not great. Like, it's not, you know, I mean, like they're seeing things too soon and stuff and they're growing up mm. too quick. They need kids need to be kids, basically. And like the teachers need to teach them in a way that they're going to grow up into a society where they're going to grow up in a good, positive way and make a difference, make an impact. Like those teachers need to be in there, not because they're getting a paycheck at the end of the week or month, whatever it may be. They need to go in there because they care for other people's kids and they have a job because they have the knowledge that they can give back to these kids and that's what they're there for well should be there yeah. for they're supposed to be there yeah to teach and now it's they take over like you know yeah fucking yeah, te teachers are weird now a lot of them yeah. like a good lot of them in Go terms on. of like the banning of the phones right regardless of the banning like they shouldn't be banning the phones right so instead of that like what they should do is as soon as they see a child with a phone and it's misuse and the child's like taking out trying to be funny or trying to record something that they're trying to make mockery out of someone or you know something like that happens yeah okay you tell that child hand me over the phone you won't get it back to the end of class because of that right mm. if they do if the child decides to be you know like one of those kids that just wants to do something when they're told not to with the phone fair enough right but don't just start taking people's phones, you know, and they've not done anything. Like, because for me, it feels like all these kids that haven't done anything are kind of getting punished for maybe two or three kids out of the class that want to, you know, not listen to the teachers in class. So I feel it's a punishment on the kids that, that they're being banned from having their phones in school. It's not right. I just don't agree with it. Yeah, they should try and include the phones in the lessons rather than banning them because they're part yeah. of it. The, the person's life now and you could easily do that yeah. like you're saying apps make an app for lessons for English so we're all, all open your phone go on the app do you know what I mean if they're on that yeah. app they're too busy to be doing fucking texting and all so, so they have their yeah. phone yeah but they're, they're busy doing school work but of yeah. course they don't think like that again they don't want that they just want secret fucking rooms privacy mm -hmm. so they can start teaching them shit that we're obviously not going to want them to be taught yeah I'm very wary on that yeah um, there's a lot of talk at the moment about um, teenagers running wild in the city centre and they're causing so much grief to people now these are like 14, 15, 16 and they're causing so much grief to people that it's it's now Dublin has gotten a name like it's a fucking total kip there's a thing on reddit a subreddit about why are Dublin letting their feral children run right now I used to get offended when I'd hear people saying sort these feral kids out because feral is well it, it's running wild but like, like you're wild fucking, yeah 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 and it was never a good description to me but it's kind of centered in more now to the kind of people they're kids yeah but they're out of control so they're learning now if you gang up there's strength in numbers they're, they're intimidating yeah. adults. They're in the yeah. teenage years. And for me, it's like what they're experiencing and what they're seeing is giving them no hope. Like these riots and, you know, all these things that have been happening. Yeah, but, but with, with yeah. these kids going around intimidating people, they're, they're just picking randomers, you know, mm. uh, tourists, people. I was reading one about uh, your man's girlfriend was seven months pregnant and these kids threw bottles and fucking uh -huh. stuff at her. 
Uh, See, this is the thing. It's the mentality of these poor kids that are like this because, you know, it's easy for us to all point the finger and say, they're this and they're scum and they're only this and they're only that. But really take that kid down, strip them down, away from their friends, the gangs that they're in, take them on their own, actually sit down with that poor child and say, look, what trauma, what pain, what are you going through that is causing you to be a tearaway with kids that are just as bad, right? And you're just ganging up in these gangs of people and not learning anything because these kids aren't going to show this kid the way, right? Mm. So you have to take the gang away from each other and split those kids and help guide them away from that and find their real friends that actually care about them because their real friends aren't going to bring it on a path of destruction. Yeah, no, that's true, but that's a kind of a long-term solution, right? So, yeah. so you walk, you're walking through town tomorrow, yeah. and a load of little scrouts come up to you, and they're like, rah, 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 and they start fucking pushing you, pulling you, and they they don't give a fuck. Like, so do you think when that when that's happening to you, oh well, this this could be done, that could be done, or do you think what well, look what I I'd start knocking them out, you know, I'd start swinging. I I don't care what age they are. If you're coming up to me in a gang mentality and your plan is to hurt me, look, I'm swinging, I'm hitting. I don't care what age you are. I'd rather that than the alternative. Let let you do it. And in that moment, you don't feel these poor kids. It's like I will fucking hurt these little bastards. Yeah. Their intention is to see, fucking that's hurt the thing. me. Like I, when I see these kids, right, I see through them. I literally see through them, right? Because I have to remember back to when I was a kid and I have to remember the experiences that was around me, what I was led into and what I had to be just to, all the different things just to be part of, just like, my own trauma, my own stuff. So mm. like when I seen all those kids that were terror terrorised and going around and causing havoc and stuff and I seen this in my own eyes it was around me and I seen it all, right? As a kid growing up and when I grew up, I realised all those kids, it all stemmed from parents passed away, they went crazy because they lost the, like their parents that brought them into this world, right? Or their brother, they lose a brother in their family home or a sister or they lose their own child. So like these people or these kids, right, are going through turmoil of pain and don't know how to cope with it they don't feel comfortable in their own bodies because they're angry at the world because of the loss that they don't know who to turn to where to go to who to speak to about how they're feeling right so they they bottle it up and then they go around and they put on this ego because they're angry do you know and they feel like the world owes them something because of their loss so then they go out and they take it out on people that they just see getting on with their lives and these people are just walking up the road happy or feeling good and they're annoyed they're like why aren't they angry like me why are they happy how can they be happy look at this world it's just miserable and they're in a world their world is a bubble of feeling miserable misery they'll go out and they pretend they're happy because they're drinking and they're doing all these things but really deep down inside they are in a bundle of pain and instead of people just turning on them they actually need people to wake them up and go look it's okay you can grieve through that loss, but don't start taking your pain out on other people that are just getting by. Yeah, well, I'll tell you from my experience, when I was a teenager, I hung around a gang, yeah. just, there was loads of us, yeah, and we yeah. we done stuff that you're kind of embarrassed and you're ashamed of looking back and doing it now. And I didn't have any, I didn't lose anything or lose anyone or anything like that, right? And the only thing that straightened me up was the third time I got arrested. And every time you're arrested, it's JLO. You go JLO, like, you know what I mean? So the yeah. third time I was arrested, I was 17. And he said, uh, the next time you are arrested, you'll be charged as an adult. Yeah. And that means, well, you'll be able to go to America and do all this stuff. And I'm like, well, you're not fucking telling me I'm not going 
to another country. That's you know, that's what straightened me out. So when my mates were like, you come on to rob a car, we're going to burn it out, do you know all this? I was like, no, because they're going to yeah. do this and that and they won't let me fucking, do you know, they're going to yeah. take me right away, you know. That's what worked for me. Yeah, when they have opportunity or something that they can work towards and they feel hopeful towards that, they can go. Now, some of them don't. Some of them miss their opportunities because they get, like, misguided and they're stuck with that gang, right? Mm. But the ones that have that, you know, opportunity and follow through with that. They they break away from that because, you know, like you said, what's more important when you got thrown the cards of look, this is the way it is, mate. You're either going back in here, losing everything for what? Do you know what I mean? Or you're going to get your life going and move forward. And you chose the right option. You're growing and you're learning as a kid. So it's for you to evolve. You know, everyone has decisions. And like we've just mentioned there, like we've grown into a society that didn't care. So therefore we were neglected and we didn't care. So we mm. ran away, wild, tearaways, cause havoc in our own lives. Everyone, nobody can actually say their lives were perfect growing up. We've all had turmoil some yeah. way or another, do you know? But it's what do we do to make that better? And you made it better, I made it better because we move forward. And these kids need to, you know, have a chance to realise they that's not their lives. They can move away from that. It's not about that life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That is no life. They need to get it's, away from that and move forward. Say that right, none of that ever uh, appears in front of them, right? None of them opportunities, none of them conversations, nobody ever says that to them. They just get worse and worse, right? Is a good yeah. fucking hiding on the spot not as good sometimes? Some of these kids are just destined to be scumbags when they grow up. Most of them aren't, you know, they're just going to turn out normal. As you know, a lot of people, they, they turn 18, 19, most of their mates have just gone separate ways. Some are with new partners, some are with, in jobs, some are still in school, yeah. and you kind of lose that gang. So the mentality starts to go with it. Yeah. Yeah, but some people stick to it and they remain the, the one scumbag that came out of the group. There just seems to be a lot more than one scumbag in every group now that sticks to it. But I'm saying, uh, the man on the street who says, I, I remember like a couple of years ago and I was working on the Lewis, but there was a guy who, he was a foreign guy, he was in the paper and all, he think he was Italian, and he got bet up by four teenagers at Euston Stop, right? And you look at him and he's a big guy, and these teenagers, look, he could have bet the shit out of four of them, right? But then he's in the paper and he's like, I don't know, he's a broken arm, he's a busted face, he's like, oh poor me, I got beaten up, this country needs to fix itself, and you know, do you know all this, like, your your, mm -hmm. your kids are out of control and all. That man, right, would his life not have been, a, like, could he not live with himself a lot easier if he had to just kick the shit out of four of them? See, that's the thing, Matt, like, why should we allow these terrorizers to change us, provoke us? Because that's what they're looking for, and if we attack them, that's bringing out the worst in us. And that's what they look for. It's people that are positive and good mindsets that are just getting on with life. They want to just drag us into that gutter with them. So by him doing that, it was sad that he had to go through that, right? But his way of saying was, this is what they want to do to me. Like, what, what are they getting out of it? And like, do you know what I mean? So he showed yeah. them that he was going to fall into that trap of, yeah, look, I'm going to be just as bad as you and tarnish my name. Because think about it, Matt, right? If he had done that, Imagine how it would have looked because they would have said, oh, the cheek of him going near kids and that, you know what I mean? So it actually would have fell onto him then it made him look like he was in the wrong. So yeah, like, as hard as it was, he done, I feel like, unfortunately, he done what, well, I would have been annoyed if they wouldn't let them go at me now. Yeah, course, well, but, I'm like, not talking about how the world perceives what you've done. I'm talking about him and his own head for the rest of his yeah. life. He has to think of himself getting battered by four kids that he could have 
battered if he wanted, right? He he st- took the digs and yeah, m- might have been great being in the paper at the time, but that novelty wears off. And then he's like, right, forever my broken ass is up on the internet. Four kids battered me. Do you know what I mean? And he, is he not always going to question, should I not have just battered them? Because it's, it's not something he does every day, so it's not like he's lowering himself to their standards. He's just adopting something for a few minutes. Yeah, well, Matt, he did the thing, right? Is those four kids have families, right? They have parents, I'm presuming they have, you know, parents still here today. And, like, if you could imagine, like, if he had have attacked one of those kids, right, and then one of them ran back and told the parents, then you've not only got the kids trying to attack him, then the parents are coming after him. So in his position, he's like this guy that doesn't know anyone around like that has attacked him, doesn't know any of them. He doesn't know what family background someone come back with a shoe or something, you know, because some of these kids are crazy and they know that they have, most of them do it because they think they have backup, right? So in order for them to get away with these things, they're like, sure, like I have such and such, I'll just call someone down to, you know, and that's the way these kids form. So they think that because they have people that don't give literally a fuck, right, then they don't give a fuck. So they're going around terrorizing people, going off, mm. drinking and hurting people's lives. And they don't they don't have a conscience. And where I feel this needs to stop is in order for it to be prevented, instead of watching these kids walk around these towns being terrorized terrorizers right and terrorizing adults not even kids terrorizing adults and all like and terrorizing other people right like get a shelter get a place for these kids right bring them down where the gang can actually all go in right and have facilitated by ex-addicts that have reformed right people that have gone through their lives right so the older versions of these young kids they need guidance from the people that have walked their shoes literally right so they'll listen because they will not listen to someone that has read out of a textbook and said right you need to you're doing you're doing drugs you need to come off drugs they're going to look and go yeah you're reading off the book who do you know what do you know piss off you know what i mean they won't care whereas you you sit down with them you go do you know what i used to be like a worse situations and i've done this and that and that and i've lost this because of that i've ruined my life i've ruined other people's life and is that the way you want to live your life being that person do you know what i mean and wake these kids up and say do you know what there's people older than you that have regrets for the rest of their lives, for the pain they've caused for years and years on other people. Do you want to be like them? Regret all the time? Or do you want to change it now and do right for yourself before it gets too late? So these kids need guidance of people that have been there and mm. have walked away thankfully and turned it around that can actually guide these kids to get out of it before it's too late. Yeah, I, I don't think there's a one solution fits all. Um, yeah. Thing. Some kids that would work for it, and some kids need a slap. I remember even on, when I was 12, right? <clears throat> I hit one of the kids, like, I think it was a year younger than me, and I got away with it. And then I hit him again the next day. It was like, oh, fuck, I got away. And then again, the next day, uh, his dad grabbed me, <laughs> put me against the wall, ripped me tracksuit, and all, said, if you ever fucking touch him again, you're dead. And I never did. That, yeah. that sorted me out, you know, as far as and hitting like, other understand- people's kids. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, in a sense, like, it brought me back to when I was in school and the girl in my class, the lads always loved me and her having, like, you know, a little fight. We're probably about 16 at the time. So we'd always be, like, you know, trying to slag each other off in class and then and, and, and all that crap, right? So we got to a point where they build it up to a point where 
everyone's getting on their phone a text message, you know, oh, there's a fight happening between the two mm. girls, you know, be at the park so-and-so, right? So they actually planned a fight for me and this girl in the park to just end this fight you know, between us, right? This brawl, right? So, yeah, of course, I was like, oh, no, what do you, you know what I mean? I was like, bollocks, mm. you know. So, but I says, I have to go and, like, do this, right? So I went into the park and I did beat her up, right? But I was defending myself. I was only a kid at the time, right? And I did beat her up, like, and looking back, you know, like you said, it, it caused her to go, right, she actually, you know, I mean, in her head, she was like, this is an animal goer. She's after knocking me out. I won't yeah, be messing with her exactly. again. So I get what you're saying. Like, sometimes it's it's mad that you have to be brought to that, but sometimes you have to make a statement to tell them, like, off, like, like this enough is enough. Like, I'm not having it. So I do yeah. get that. And sometimes, like, <clears throat> advice is great, but sometimes it just goes in one ear or the yeah. other, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Your advice is great, but it's True. not going to work. But a smack, yeah. they don't forget a smack, like, yeah. you know? I think yeah. that's all they done years ago. They, they hit your fucking clout. Mm. And then kids weren't like they are now, you know? Yeah. And that's probably why. Because I'm just saying they, they, should, they should allow people legally to knock the fuck out of anyone, whatever age they are, that's attacking them. Anywhere in the streets, yeah. Well, you do have they to protect yourself. So I do get that. At the end of the day, you have to protect yourself. And someone's going to be that, like, yeah. bad to go at you. You're going to have to, go, like, protect yourself. Like when your man got uh, attacked and he let the kids beat him, the guard should have came out, spokesperson, and said, "Look, it's it's okay if you if you're under attack like that, hit them back." Yeah. Just don't ah, kill yes, them. you're here. The guards be all up for it. The same as security people put it up to you, and they're like, "You're only security," and you just push them. You go, "Come on, now, I'm gonna have a yeah. focus the job. I'll give this job yeah. up in two minutes. You could sack me right now. I'm not going home. You getting away with pushing me around? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I think that's why security. Some kids are more afraid of security than the guard because the guard won't lose a whole career to hit a kid. Yeah. But security be like. Pfft. I lose yeah. this job it's a 10 or an hour 12 quid an hour you know what I mean I don't give a fuck yeah. there's no real way no quick fix but in the meantime during the pandemonium while people are, are and they are there is a grown number of people really are scared to go into the city yeah see that's um, what's sad about it the amount of people that won't go in to town because yeah. they're terrified over this like having to walk by and be afraid of like these kids trying to go at them and all for nothing like so it is it's unfair that people are scared because of what they're doing what they're causing in these gangs get something better to do you know yeah and it's not even like there's nothing to do for the kids in town but like there's youth centers and there's places yeah. for these kids because like i do always say but w like what where's the resources for these kids and stuff for them and there is loads of lovely places i suppose it's just the knowledge of them knowing what's out there for them as well some of these kids don't even know these things that's there for them yeah well especially in the city center there's yeah. look, there's no more anywhere else than there is in the city center for kids and fucking yeah. Youths and shit, yeah. clubs, colleges, fucking everything. You know, yeah, um, there's there's no excuse, and and sometimes it is down to the parents. Not all the time. Some some people just have so many kids that they can't concentrate on the mob. If a parent is already stressed out and like you know gutted about how their life turned out growing up, and now they have kids, and then they just feel a bit stuck and tired, and then that's going to affect the child growing up because then the child just feels like you know, the parent doesn't care, but the parent's probably going through financial problems, mm. uh, partners after leaving them, they're stuck on their own. Do you know, there's all different things and they, they, they've got their problems and then because they're not dealing with their own stuff, then it does roll on. It's like the after effect onto the next child, onto the next child if they don't fix it. Yeah, well, look, I know with me, uh, my ma, six kids, my dad left when I was like eight. 
she didn't know half the stuff I was up to. You know, she thought, and I was a different kid at home than I was out there. It's like, again, yeah. the gang mentality. You're showing off to your mates. You're trying to fucking move up the, the totem pole with them. Yeah, exactly. But you go home and you're like, hi, ma, hi, ma, how are you? Do you, want, do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do that? Different mm. parents. So they don't always know. It's not always the parents. Like, they think they're doing a good job and the kid's yeah. a bit manipulative and two-faced and most kids are, but it's it's really down, I think, at Joe Public when you're out there and you see kids attacking yeah. anyone and you have it in you, go over and go, I will knock every fucking one of you out right now if you keep it up. Because that's what they used to do years ago. You weren't even their kid and bang in the ear, right? That's yeah. a clip around the ear. It worked, you know? Yeah. I think what's crucial is instead of them blaming the parents, it's more to do on who they're hanging around with. Because, like, if you're going to hang around with a group of kids that are going to, you know, look forward to college and they're talking about what studies they're doing and things like that, what they're, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know mm. those kids are like doing what's right for them and stuff, right? Whereas if you're hearing kids that are like, come on and we, we go to the lane and we'll, you know, spark up this cigarette and, you know what I mean? And you just know they're not up to good because already they don't care about their health because they decide to smoke at a young age, mm. right? So there's all these different things, like even the vaping. Kids are so influenced by this and these two guys basically decided to say, right, let's decide to make something that's going to help people not smoke, right? But whereas instead of them actually doing that, they made something that was actually just as bad as smoking, probably even worse because of what's actually in the vaping. And these kids are so vulnerable that as soon as they see a celebrity or some high profiler with these things, they think, I want one. And I remember speaking to a child, trying to guide a child away from a vape. And he, I goes, follow your passion. And he goes, I do follow me passion. And he took out a passion through vape. And I was like, oh, Jesus, you know. So yeah. this is the thing. This is like the kids are very influenced by what is out there, you know, by these people that have a chance to give them the right knowledge to help them on their way. But apparently when, you know, it comes to business like these vapes, yeah. To them, it's a business. Yeah, because a lot of the kids, they start out doing it because everyone else is doing it and they look like yeah. idiots if they're not doing it. And to be fair, they look fucking stupid. Adults that vape and kids that vape, it looks... I know, so I'm not wrong. saying smoking looks any different, but at least smoking years has gone in to make it looking cool. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Movies, ads, everything. Vaping yeah. just... It just looks like you're sucking on a whistle and then you're blowing out a lot of fucking steam. It's like, what are you doing? And, and yeah. you know what I mean? And then you're, you're, you're looking at 50-year-old men going around sucking watermelon. Like, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? This is the thing. The people that have smoked those vapes, right, some of them sadly end up in hospital over. And when they go yeah. out of hospital, they realise the damages were, like, lethal, like, bad. Mm. Like, and they said to themselves, like, what made them really want to smoke? Like you said, it doesn't look great. I look at it and I'm like, Thank God, like, vapes weren't there when we were kids, like, yeah. Yeah, because it's one of them things they're going to look back on in a few years and go, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> like, yeah. it's, a, it's a fad, you know, and it's just like, yeah. like they're just making as much money. It looked like the fucking Tamagotchis years ago. Everyone yeah. had a Tamagotchi and then they're gone. Right. Like Pokemon Go, everyone was into it for a couple of years and it's like the vapes as well. Now, you'll have your people addicted to it that's a different story yeah, with the nicotine the nicotine and all but I see they're banning the sale for under underage people in Ireland now I, I yeah. was like what What do you mean banning when was that ever legal yeah so yeah. up until now they were allowed to just walk in and give me fucking three vapes there you know at fucking <laughs> whatever age 14, 15, 16 crazy and should no they wonder. just try and get someone else to buy them like sure I remember when we were kids and if someone won't get you your drink or your cigarettes in the shop you just keep standing in the shop till someone would go ah yeah sure I'll get them that you know what I mean and just come out with the cigarette smokes for them so to get someone else to do it that's the thing yeah I used to always ask people and, and we'd, we'd hang around and then 
the person that would go in, you'd be like, oh, no, he's one master. But you'd be like, yeah, proper dirtbag buying kids fucking drinks. So yeah. now when I'm... When I'm walking yeah. in and anyone asks me, I'm like, no, no, I hope. I'm not yeah. doing that. think I'm Jackie, cool for 20 I seconds. I never forget. I remember we all got annoyed because there was a guy that was like, no, I'm not getting used to drink. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, respect for him to say yeah. no to us. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the guy yeah. that did, you're like, you fucking cunt. <laughs> no. Probably yeah. half a pedo. Like. No. But yeah, it was always the weirdos that would go in for you. And yeah. probably still is, like, you know. But yeah. I just, you know, smokes. And all. Can you get me 20 smokes? <laughs> no. No, not a chance. Is, I know. But the, the vapes, though. Imagine someone saying, could you go in and get me a vape? I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd rather die than make anyone think I was vaping. Never mind. It's boy, mad, vaping. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. sure, I remember, like, right, someone saying that, like, they actually sold these vapes, right? And they actually told people, yeah, I smoked the vapes. But they were only saying it just to sell the vapes. They didn't actually smoke the thing. Yeah. You know, so that's the gas thing about it. Like, Again, that's um, something like the COVID shot. You have to give it years. Guts Over Fear podcast. No ads, no subscription fees. And no filter. Available on all major podcast platforms now. Follow on Twitter at Guts Over Fear IE.